Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin, and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Take my hand, come with me. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to another episode of Soul Food where we're going to look at the relationship between the hands and what a person acquires and their stomach and how that affects them spiritually in what they eat and how they nourish their body and how the nourishment of the body affects the state of the heart. So in this episode we're going to look at the importance of carefully seeking out halal, permissible, uh, wholesome food. We're going to look at a story of one of the great companions, of the greatest of the companions of the Prophet Muhammad, Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq, and his scrupulousness and his care in what he ate. And then we're going to talk about being conscientious with food in general. So, you know, when when we look at the way that the body and the soul are connected and interconnected, we really see that it's important for anyone seeking nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, anyone seeking a higher level of spiritual refinement, to be mindful of what you eat and how you nourish your body. And eating things that are impermissible or even doubtful really cloud the purity of the heart and affect us in the hereafter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وَكُلُوا مِمَّا رَزَقَكُمُ اللَّهُ حَلَالًا طَيِّبًا وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ الَّذِي أَنْتُمْ بِهِ مُؤْمِنُونَ That eat the lawful and good things that God provides for you. Eating things that are lawful and good. And be mindful of God in whom you believe. And in another verse in Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُلُوا مِنْ طَيِّبَاتِ مَا رَزَقَنَاكُمْ وَاشْكُرُوا لِلَّهِ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ إِيَّاهُ تَعْبُدُونَ That in Surah Al-Baqarah, Surah number 2, verse 172, O you who believe, eat the good things we have provided for you and be grateful to God if it is Him that you worship. And when we talk about halal food, you know, people just think it relates to meat and the way that the animal is sacrificed. But it's actually deeper than that. It's about maintaining God consciousness at every level, that there is a very complex process from the beginning to the end of how food uh, is, is made and planted and so forth, all the way to the point that it reaches your plate. And having God consciousness at every step of the way, the treatment of animals, the treatment of plants in terms of how they are irrigated, pesticides, how the workers are treated, uh, treating you know everyone along the chain properly and justly. And we've been talking about that, being conscientious about how we treat one another and how we uh, make sure that other people's rights are secured. And then it also relates to acquiring your wealth in a way that's honest and using that wealth for your provision and for your food. So there's many different aspects. And now, you know, in, the, in today's world, it's very popular just to talk about halal meat, but there's a, a deeper conscientiousness uh, that we should have at every step of the way in all different kinds of food. 
Imam Abdullah ibn al-Mubarak, one of the great early Muslims, he said to avoid one dirham, one gold coin or one dollar or whatever, to avoid one dirham that is doubtful is more beloved to me than giving 100,000 dirhams in charity. And this shows us you know, to be careful and not to engage in things that are dubious or doubtful or might be forbidden, might be displeasing to God, not to jeopardize the state of your heart just to acquire some some wealth or to get something. So he said to avoid one dirham is more beloved to me than giving a lot of money in charity. And another beautiful story of one of the great early Muslims, Imam Abu Hanifa, who was one of the great sages of Islam and foundational pillars of scholarship. Like he's an amazing human being and the founder of what is known as the Hanafi school. He was very careful in how he acquired his wealth. He was a businessman. He would sell materials and cloths and fabrics. And one of his employees was selling some material on his behalf. So Imam Abu Hanifa told him, you know, that there's a certain part of this material, you know, you sell it by the yard or the meter. There's a certain part that has a deficiency. It has a defect. So when you sell it to the buyer, make sure to inform them that part of it has a defect. So his employee went and sold the, the material and Imam Abu Hanifa asked him, did you inform the buyer about the defect? And he said, you know, he bought the whole, the whole roll of material and I forgot to tell him about the defect. Imam Abu Hanifa could have said, oh, well, you know, he had the chance to look it over himself. He bought it. He should have been more careful. But Imam Abu Hanifa realized that he is accountable before Allah. And he said to his employee, go give all of that money that you made from that transaction and give it out in charity because I don't want one, uh, you know, one cent from it to come back into my wealth because we weren't honest uh, with, with the buyer and I don't want any dishonesty in my business. So, you know, and that relates to what enters into our stomachs, right? Because when you buy food with the money that you earned, if that money is blessed, then that food is blessed. But if that money is lacking that blessing, then it affects you in other ways as well. And you see that the great pious predecessors like Imam Abdullah ibn al-Mubarak and Imam Abu Hanifa, they were careful about this. Right? And we see even outwardly uh, Muslims when we're eating that we're very careful to follow the sunnah of the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him when we're eating. We say Bismillah, we eat with our right hand. You know, you're supposed to thank Allah for the blessing of food. And all of this is important and it shows us the reverence that we have to have about eating and about food and making sure, more importantly, that it's coming from a good source, that it's acquired in a good way. And Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu, he was very careful about what he allowed to enter in, into his mouth. And this is someone of the highest levels of sincerity, as-Siddiq, someone who was voracious and intensely true to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So one day a servant of his brought him food and he began to eat the food. And then his servant said, you didn't ask me where I got the food from. You normally ask me where I get it from. And Sayyidina Abu Bakr said, I forgot to ask, where did you get it from? And he said, there's a family that I used to know before I was Muslim that I used to engage with in an impermissible transaction with. And that's how we know each other. And because they knew me, 
before Islam because of this impermissible kind of transaction that they used to have, they saw me and they gifted this food to me. And Sayyidina Abu Bakr al-Siddiq was very disturbed by that. He said, you used to engage in something impermissible and that's the basis by how they know you and the reason for which they gifted you this food. And he actually forced himself to vomit the food that he had eaten. And he continued to ask Allah for forgiveness for eating something that was doubtful, that came from a source that was not pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It wasn't even outright forbidden, but that's the degree to which they were careful, right? So we have to ask ourselves a question, you know, how conscientious are we about what we eat and about how it came to be on our plate? That's really important. And, and you know, part of soul food and part of this path of spiritual refinement is being very careful how we uh, engage in our lives and the decisions that we make and how those affect our hearts and souls. I'd really recommend uh, to, for everyone to watch a documentary called Food Inc., Food Incorporated, that talks about uh, you know, the, the state of the food industry and a lot of the unfortunate and very uh, horrific practices that go into the food industry to mass produce this food so that a whole bunch of people can get it for really cheap. And we'll put a link to Food Inc. in, in the show notes of the episode, inshallah. But we need to educate ourselves. I would recommend that you really educate yourself and learn about the, the blessing of food and how we can maintain that blessing even in the modern world. So we also have to recognize that, you know, it's kind of difficult. You might be thinking, you know, this is really hard. There's a lot of doubtful things in the world, doubtful sources of income, interest and usury and unjust economic practices. All of these things are taking out the blessings of food. So you might be thinking to yourself, how am I supposed to get rid of all of that? How am I supposed to be conscientious and careful to such a level that I'm not affected by that? And really the answer is just do your best and start small. This isn't to make you lose hope or to feel terrible about yourself, but to start small and to raise your awareness and do the best that you can and build from there, right? And there's a huge difference. Habib Umar says in the, the kingdom of the heart and limbs, he says there's a huge difference between someone who cares and someone who doesn't care at all to begin with. So, you know, just to inform you that you should be caring about it and build from there. And the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, told us something that should give us hope. He said, whoever leaves something for Allah's sake, Allah will compensate them with something better than it. So if you're careful and you're leaving aside something and you're seeking something that has more blessing and that is more ethical and that affects your heart in a good way, then Allah will make that path easier for you, inshaAllah ta'ala. This brings us to the call to action. is just leave something which causes you doubt for something you have no doubts about. Think of one thing in your life, whether it's something you, you eat or something you wear or a particular business transaction or something that you do that you feel might not be the most honest or the most blessed uh, and try to find an alternative. Leave that aside and do something better. And eat food that is good and ethical. Seek, seek that out. There's a lot of food that's available, but it might not be blessed. So seek the blessing in all that you do. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for tawfiq, wishing you all the very best as we enter into 
almost the second half of Ramadan. Remember us in your du'as. Once again, feel free to leave us a review on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And we'd love to hear from you and your, fear, your feedback. صلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين السلام عليكم